attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Yes, Thrive Nation, welcome back to The Conversation. This is The Thrive Time Show on your radio. And what I want to help you do today, I want to help somebody out there get this concept. Do you know what I was, you know, Chip, do you know what I'm going to do today after what? we have to do the show? I have no idea. I'm going to be uh, watching some sermons from Pastor Brian Gibson. Going to be watching those and, and uh, kind of giving feedback on camera angles and that kind of thing at the River City Church. Just making sure that the, the camera angles of the church service are done well. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to kind of audit the service, uh, so to speak. Then I'm going to go to... Chuck, I'm not going to go to the toilet store. No, no, no. I'm not going to no, go. To, no, I'm no, not no. going to go to the toilet store. But I am going to go to the bathtub store. Oh, and mm. I'm going to find that's myself. That's a little classier than the toilet. And store. I'm going to find myself the most large bathtub with the jets mm. possible. Jacuzzi. Now I'm going to figure out where I'm going to put that thing because I, I'm telling you, I need the mega bath, and I'm going to find it. I'm going to bring it back, and I'm going to put it here. Because what? I need a mega bath. What if you got a mega hot tub that's enclosed and you can? I don't do hot bugs. tubs. I don't do hot tubs. Okay. What's the difference between a mega bath and a hot tub? Well, the first thing, the mega bath is a place that only I will go in. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like the bath because I, I'm I'm in it with nobody. Gotcha. Mm. That's a huge thing for me. It's I a love solo bath. So it's big enough for you. The hot tub would be uh, would be a, a social activity. Like, hey, let's all go in the hot tub. The hot tub. To me, if it was like, hey, everybody. I'm naked in the bath. You guys come in here. That's weird, right? We could probably make that happen. I mean, that's, I mean I'm saying that's the difference. That's the differentiator okay. between a bath and a hot tub. Okay, so you're going mm. for the jacuzzi bath. Yes, right. and I'm like going to find it. I'm going to bring it back here, and I'm going to put it. I'm getting it done. I'm, I'm tired of not having the mega bath. The, 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 the renovations are going well. But I need that bath. Yeah. I need the bath. It's now, written on your face. I can I tell. have to have it. And I'll tell you how, how I have the time to go do it. It's because I built systems that are working right now. Right now? Right now. You know, I, I went to Quick Trip yesterday, and I thought, you know, since I'm at Quick Trip, I should go buy the employees at Starbucks some drinks, some beverages. So I should go. So I went to the Starbucks, and I thought to myself, you know what? I probably should go ask the employees what they want. So I went to the elephant in the room and I said, guys, guys, what's going on? What's happening? Right. And they said, what's up, man? I said, hey, uh, what do you want us to get you? And they said, well, we'll take this. We'll take that with a shot of this. And we went to Starbucks. We got it. And then my kids and I, we dropped it off. And I thought, well, that went well. Let's go to South Tulsa. So we went to South Tulsa. We went in the store. Guys, what's up? They said, what's up? I said, hey, how you doing? They said, we're doing fine. People are getting their hair cut everywhere. I said, hey. And check it out. None of the customers knew who I was. Right. Nobody in there all like, who's this guy with the Starbucks? And they're like, oh, he's the owner. And they go, oh, hey, what's up, ah. man? But the thing is, is that I built the systems. And then the systems are working. Right. Now, what am I doing then? Am I sitting around doing nothing? No. When I was there, I thought, gosh, you know what? This atmosphere is really good in here. It's good. But you know what? We don't have any uplights in the South Tulsa shampoo room. Well, there you go. No, we don't. There you and go. And so I went to Guitar Center and I bought the lights and I thought, you know, that needs to be on the checklist for all the new stores. Is was, was as, as we franchise, we're finishing our item seven right now of our franchise disclosure document, which uh, is, it's a line item list of all the things you need to grow an elephant in the room. And on that list, there is not... Black lights. I mean, come on. But I've added them, but they're not on the list. And so I got to add them to the list. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm always working on the business, not in the business. Right. 
how many know, uh, how many uplights would you venture that you've bought from Guitar Center this year? This year, I was saying all time. Probably but, this year, probably like sixty. That's right. I just really like them. They're yeah. awesome. <laughs> I got. I got. Before you guys leave today, we got to put one up in the man cave. Here. Okay. Just an area right. where we have a, a light that goes. Yeah, we can't have that. <laughs> Makes that noise. We can't <laughs> have that. It sounds like it's like it's like it's almost like a refrigerator unit. What is it? Is it dialing into AOL? I just think over time the light wears out. You know, and it's, mm. makes sense. It's like, a, it's like a trolling motor now for like a like a you know for <laughs> <Boat>. fishing. <laughs> it's a light. It doesn't make any sense. No. So, Chef, what's the next question? All the listeners need to ask themselves to scale their business to create so, time freedom on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being the highest you got to rank your business in the area of having communicated your core differentiator to your team okay so let's go with the uh let's go with the elephant in the room for five thousand points boop, boop. what makes the elephant in the room different from other men's grooming places marshall you've been to them you've seen what makes it different uh haircuts by appointment only oh that's a big thing for me yeah uh, you're not standing around waiting for an appointment. You have no idea. There's like eight people in front of you, and there's no phones ringing all the time. There's no phones in the store? Oh, that's so good. What else makes it different? Um, you, you get a little shampoo and condition. Ooh. Uh, a little scalp massage. Oh. Fa uh, hot towel treatment. There's a good music going on, the mojo. <laughs> we got the uplights going. ESPN. You know, ESPN. Yeah. And it's rustic. It's modern rustic yep. decor. Yep. And I summarize all that to say the elephant in the room, this is how I would explain to somebody. The elephant in the room is like a country club for men's hair. So if you get country clubs, you'll get elephant in the room. Like if you're if you're the kind of guy that wants to just show up at a place of golfing and say, hello, I'm here. Is this a place of golfing? And they go, Yes, this is a country club. You go, I know that you call it a country club, but I call it a place of golfing. I'd like to golf right now. And they go, well, right about now? Like the funk soul, brother? Right about now? Check it say, out now. For the funk soul, soul brother, brother, right, right about, about now. now. I want to <laughs> go golf right about now. And they're going to say, um, sir, you need to set up a tea time. And you said, tea time? More like golf time, because this is the place of golf, and I'm going to golf right about now. The funk soul, brother, right about now. And then there's a guy golfing in front of you, and you go, and you say, excuse me, sir, 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 you, sir, sir. Yeah, you. You. I am now going to be golfing right about now. And, you, and then you, you, you rear back there, you get kind of a running start, and you go, shh. When you smash that golf ball, Happy Gilmore style. while somebody yeah. else is golfing, right? It's not going to go well no, for you. You'll be because it's out. a it's a it's not a place of golf. It's called a country club. Mm. Mm. But some people want to golf right about now. So if you come to the elephant in the room and you want a haircut right about now, you're not going to get it. You won't like it because you're like, why would anybody set an appointment? So I want to make sure that the world gets this idea because this is a huge idea. Marshall, do you know why that I made it appointment only? What? Tell me. Because I don't even like people that do things right about now. Right. On a whole, personal whole level, people yeah. that just show up and say, hey, right about now, why don't we do this? I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate the – so the, it, it, like, it, the kind of people that set appointments for things are the people that go there. And so all the customers elf in the room have kind of become my buddies. Yeah. So it's like uh, the who's who of Tulsa. We've got like the top attorneys. We've got the top legal minds. We've got the top TV personalities. They're all there. We had uh, for the uh, Justin Bieber concert. His whole entourage came in to get their hair cut. Why? Because we're awesome. That's right. And it's appointment only. And so there's their person who's, who handles their handler, their scheduler, their manager called us in advance and said, hey, we're going to bring in the entire Belieber tour people. Can you take care of them? We've got the Post Malone people. We've got these guys. There's like 20 guys. 
And then we got to go backstage. We got passes to go backstage. And you know why they chose Elf in the Room? Because it's an appointment-only place. That's what we do. And so I'm just telling you, the, el- the elephant in the room, is it is different than other men's grooming places. But it wouldn't matter if it was different and nobody knew about it. So everybody who works there understands the mission. And so I think about another company that where everybody understands the mission, and it's our good friends at Platinum Pest Control. These guys, they absolutely eliminate the snakes by the lakes. Oh, they eliminate yeah. the mosquitoes that are in your mojito. The mouse in your house. They, they get rid of all those kind of uh, pests. Marshall, what, is, what, what do the good folks at Platinum Pest do? They are doing a first service for $1. You call them up. You get a pest treatment or a lawn treatment just for a dollar. You just got to call them. It's 918-747-7000. Again, that's 918-747-7000. Call the folks at Platinum Pest and Lawn today and tell them about the Thrive Time Show. Tell them, I heard the Thrive Time Show. I want to schedule my first treatment for a dollar. That's PlatinumPestAndLawn.com. You are now entering the dojo of Mojo and the Thrive Time Show. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. 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 This is Clay Clark on the mic again. Myopic focus, tunnel of vision. I'm focused on the mission. To teach you the skills and give you the plans. Broadcasting from my lands. To the left, to the Portlands. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. Yes, you can. And now, my friend, you got two fans. Hit me the Z, comma, ands. I'll be the C, yes, ands. Now let's kick it like Batman. Bam! And get a little nuts like pecans. All right, Clyde Nation, welcome back to The Conversation. You're listening to The Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. What we're talking about today is building a scalable business. It's once you get to a million dollars of revenue, how do you scale it? And we're walking you through the proven path that we take many, many clients through to scaling. I personally, just just so we're, we're clear, just so I can get it out there, I can be transparent with our listeners, I personally hate, hate, dislike with a passion starting companies. I hate it. I do not like it because what's going to happen, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have an idea. You're, you're pretty excited about your idea. You're like, you are pumped. You are pumped. It's like writing a book, Marshall. I mean, it's like you, you get excited about the new idea. And then about, what, one week into writing the book, you start to hate the book? Loathe. Yeah. After two all-nighters, you're kind of like, oh, didn't get as far through the book as I thought. It's going to have to be four months of this. Right. And then so if you if anybody who's ever written books, if you know anybody who's an author, uh, Marshall's the uh, co-author of the best-selling Amazon best-selling book, Start Here, which you, the Mr. Listener, can download for free. Um, the thing about it is, is that if you you have to stay committed to the idea way, way past the time where you no longer are excited. And then you have to push through when you hate it, when you dislike the business and you're going, this thing, I've been working this for two years, yeah. man, and we're not making a profit yet. And then you go, gosh, I want to quit. And if you do quit, you lose everything you put into it and there's no reward. Now, if you keep going for year three, that's a rare, rare thing. Right. That's a rare thing. Now, year four, most people would quit at year four. Most people just can't handle the four-year idea. But then, you see, after the fourth year, then what you do is you go, I got at least six more years of purgatory here because I want to build ESPN. Mm. You know, uh, because ESPN, it took them over 10 years to be profitable. And you say, you know, after the fourth year, you, 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 you keep going because you're building Tesla. And you see Tesla didn't make a profit for 10 years, you know. And so you start to say, gosh, I just... I think I want to quit, you know, but you keep going 
because you realize it took FedEx over 10 years to make a profit. And, you, and what you do is you, you keep going because you realize you're building America online and it took them 10 years to make a profit. And so what happens is, is you are surrounded by everybody around you who says, what's going on? What do you want to eat? What, you you want to go out to eat? Have you seen the voice? Have you seen the view? You want to go see, let's go get some sushi. Hey, why don't we go camping? And then they say, how come you can't go camping? And you say, well, because I'm, remember that idea I had four years ago? Still on it. I'm still on it. Yep. They go, when are you going to give up on that? And then over time, as it begins to have success, people then are not the people, the people who are then with you when you have success are usually none of the people who started with you because everybody gets distracted and moves on to new ideas. So people love to talk about, man, Clay, DJ Connection, the company you built, djconnection.com, that was special. It was a special company. How have you been able to do that? And the haircut business, and now you guys are doing the phone doctors, and how are you doing all these different brands? How do you how do you do it? I said, well, the thing is, step one is I took nine years to build the DJ company. Overnight success, right? <laughs> right. But see, this is so again. If you're out there and you you finally are getting to a million dollars a year of revenue, you can scale really quick. These moves are awesome. So, what is the next question we need to ask ourselves? If we have a million dollar business and we want to scale that thing, Chip. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the highest, rank your confidence that all of the people in your organization are the right people for their given job or task. Now, this is where tree pruning occurs. So this is the tree pruning. So I'm doing this right now, and I hope that the guy who's in town right now could be the golden baby. Mm. Ooh. A new fruit, Ooh. if you will. Because he does comedic voices. He can imitate any voice possible. And I feel like if we added him to our radio show that we already do, it could take our show to the next level. I agree. Mm. Or, or it could be a deal where it doesn't work out, and he's not good, and he doesn't like us, and we don't like him either. It takes us to the next level, just a different level. But the th- you're right. It takes us to the bottom level. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, in, in a business, I'm always asking this question. How can we take the team to the next level? Now, I'm going to put it up on the screen here so the guys can see. I'm so excited about this. So excited. Oh, I'm so excited. There it is. So the Patriots, mm. they recently, they went ahead and let go. They traded Brandon Cooks. Uh, of course. Who I, was their top receiver last year. I saw that coming. And they always trade their top receivers <laughs> and their top players because the Patriots need nobody. Right. So what they do is they are always developing their own talents. They just signed Jordan Matthews. This dude is good. He is good. He's six foot three. Uh, he's weighing now 212. And he has some crazy catches, but he's been on teams where he hasn't been the go-to lead guy. He's very, very good. They got uh, Amendola, uh, or not sorry, Edelman's back now. They went ahead and re-signed certain players. They brought back Matthew Slater. He's kind of their team spiritual leader. He brings in he brings in the huddles all the, the height, time. Height but they just signed Cordero Patterson. Now this dude is sick. This guy's six foot two, two twenty. But he is fast. Like, he's like Randy Moss fast. Like, he, they're going to air it out to that guy all the time. And he has great hands. One-handers. He's got one. This guy's awesome. And all I'm saying is, Bill Belichick, they just go to the Super Bowl. And most people are like, yes, we're in the Super Bowl. We're committed to our guys. And I guarantee you this is what Bill Belichick is thinking. Some of you will not be here dun, next dun, year. Dun. But I will be. <laughs> and that's what he does. Right. And so he's got core people that he's loyal to. Like Matthew Slater's been on the team forever. Brady, forever. I mean, he's loyal to those guys, but people that are wanting the bigger contract or unreasonable demands, he's got to move on. And I'm just telling you, you've got to look at your organizational chart today and right. say, do I have the right people in the right place? 
But before you do that, you have to create an organizational chart. You do. Chart. You have to do that. And you want to do that to let everybody within the business know where their role is and where they can grow to. But one thing that I see a lot yes. is like, let's take Matthew Slater, for example. He pumps the team up. He rallies the team He's up so for good. them. But Bill Belichick is not going to promote him to a level of incompetence. He's not going to yes. put him in as quarterback if Tom Brady needs a quarter to yes. sit out. Because that is not his specialty. So you've got to make sure that all of your team members are on the right seat on the bus and are able to perform their task at peak performance. I'm going to tee up this question to Marshall in a way that, that we won't get him in trouble. I'm just teeing it up nice. here. When you think about Whoa. the people that are now in our business okay. Okay. and how it's different than who was with the business, and it's, it's the same with every business. So can you explain why, from your perspective as a business coach, why most of the clients you've worked with have ultimately had to fire a few people to get to the success? Why they've had to prune the tree a little bit? You know, It seems like every time it happens. Well, the way that uh, we do our hiring now is we do the group interview process, the group interview process, um, every single week, Wednesdays at 5 o'clock, and we are looking for the next person to bring into the business. Now, we have a bunch of awesome people, and they're all in the right seats. But when you're trying to fill uh, the jar of good humans, when you're trying to get people to actually function within a business, it's not a real jar. Okay. It, it's a, yeah, you uh, you're actually trying to get anybody that can do the job that has a core competency. And having somebody do the job is better than having nobody do the job. And so you just got to hire people in order to fulfill and make the business run. Now, over time, what you'll find is some people are not as diligent or have as high character or as high integrity as you might have thought, which is why over time in most businesses that are growing to $1 million, $10 million, $100 million, um, you see this with Apple when Steve Jobs was growing that, the original Mac team didn't, didn't exist you know, five, right. ten years later. And right. so, uh, so that's the biggest thing that I see with clients who are growing to the next level. Um, I'm working through this with one of my clients right now. They, they said the core group of people is not even close to the original team that they started with. Right. But that's just a product of having to overhaul and finding out who's diligent over a long period of time. Pruning and that's that tree. Why, pruning the tree. Yeah, and that's why um, with one of our show sponsors, we love these guys, uh, Hood CPAs. I'm just going to tell you, this is, what, this is what it looks like as you grow a business. Um, Paul Hood with Hood CPAs, they have thousands of clients, thousands, and they've been working at the business. Paul's been a CPA for over 25 years. So let me tell you what, I guarantee you that guy's had to prune the tree over time. Right? I guarantee you he's had some people that aren't working out, he's had to prune the tree. And the thing is, you won't know if it's time to prune the tree unless you have some problems. Right. So you have to have an org chart and hold people accountable to the org chart. And then when you discover that somebody is, has been promoted to a level of incompetence, you have to, with great confidence, move on. But you, if you don't have an org chart, it's hard to even know... What's going on? So you need to have an org chart. It's a it's a positional chart. It's a hierarchy chart. Um, we what we what we're gonna do here is if you email us to info at thrivetimeshow.com and you book your tickets to our in person workshop at the workshop, we'll show you the elephant org chart. You can yeah. see it at our workshops. We'll we'll help you as a business coaching client. We'll help you make an org chart. But the question for you, the action item is: Do you have an organizational chart? Another question is: Who's doing your accounting? And if you feel like you're, you're, you kind of need some another set of eyes, someone to look at your accounting from a fresh perspective, I encourage you to go to hoodcpas.com. That's hoodcpas.com. And they'll give you a free copy of Warren Buffett's book, Snowball, simply for setting up your first consultation with hoodcpas.com.